I have some exciting news. What news? You are fake news. Well, that's good news. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dietz and Lies. Overnight news. Oh, Mark Hayden, who is one of the, the guys convicted of, or oh, he was convicted of assisting the Snowtown murderers, the bodies in the barrels that uh, Snowtown is uh, known for, unfortunately. He's due to be released from prison without restriction in four months, as we just heard in the overnight news with Sean Maynard. I don't feel comfortable about this. Uh, uh, I thought they were, ma- I'm obviously wrong here, I thought they were marked like uh, Von Einem as never to be released, but clearly that's not right. In 2017, I think he was due to get out and the government stepped in. The government can step in again, but they've got four months to do it. Yeah. I, I read the quote from uh, Francis Nelson, who yeah. is, what, what's her? Uh, in charge of the parole board. Yes, very, very high up. Said he's been, his behaviour has been... Perfect inside. And they've um, actually got no power, she says, because uh, he's not, it's nothing to do with parole. So he served so a non parole. Yeah, right. so it's the government. So therefore, it goes back to a judge, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 25 years yeah. he served. So he wasn't, he, he was, he was an, he helped cover he them up yeah. and yeah. He helped hide the yeah. bodies. Yeah. And, so. in, and one of those bodies was his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is one of the most disturbing cases of, of I mean, we've got some shockers in South Australia. Mm. Is, it that right, one... is it right that people only, well, only found out about it because a dog was dog barking, barking flat out because it could mm. smell all the... Yeah. Yeah, is next door neighbour's dog. In the old mm. bank. Yeah. <laughs> when you drive through there, you, that building's mm. still there. All the hairs on your arms stand mm. up. And it's so unfair to the people of Snowtown because... Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do anything, and yep. the, the town's, you know, it's like Truro. The, yeah. the name just gets, yeah. it gets Tarnished forever, to it. yep. yep. Uh, there's a big Chinese property company called Evergrande, or Evergrande, uh, is gone into liquidation at the moment. How big? It, huge. $498 billion. Oh, no. Is the value of Now, they nearly went into the same situation a few years ago. Somehow they've been able to hold on for a few years. But that is not happening. I'm not sure how much of an impact this is going to have on uh, world markets, if we'll have anything at all or just a little bit or whether China will just do something and cover it up. Or Do we know why they went into it? Well, obviously they didn't pay their bills or? We could be in any number of yeah. reasons. Yeah, I, don't, I think they built a lot of apartments in China mm. uh, without people going into them. It makes me feel better about my overdraft. It does, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Slightly. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay now. Yeah, I owe Commonwealth Bank $25. I was a bit anxious about it. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> youth crime, we talk about this all the time. We know Queensland's got a big issue. Victoria's got a big issue. But we have here as well, haven't we? Youth sense, crime, absolutely. Sense. On the news last night, this is what was happening. Stomping. Kicking. And laughing. <laughs> a group of kids, including an 11-year-old girl, go to town on cars for sale at a Gawler dealership. At least a dozen cars damaged the repair bill, about $40,000. That was on 7 News last night. They then went and smashed a cafe, um, and the lady who owns the cafe was really, really disturbed. She said, you know, my, daughter, lady. Yeah, my daughter would have been arriving soon to open up, uh, you know, early hours mm. of the morning, so frightening for them. How old were these kids? Uh, one was 11, so oh. they're all young. slightly older, yeah. And, and they, it was 3 o'clock in the morning. Where are the parents? They were apprehended at 6 in the morning, uh, day before everyone's going back to school. What do we do about and it? And then bailed. Yeah, straight out in the streets again, straight out, face court, and then straight back out. I don't know. Someone, please, there's got to be a higher authority come up with a big solution to this. Uh, I've got my thoughts, but they're pretty extreme and no one would agree with me. But, you know, the rest of us deserve to be protected as well, don't we? Yep. 
Absolutely. And the lady that owns that cafe and the people that own the car yard, they all, they all deserve... We can all say, oh, they're kids. Come on, we can't lock them up. Okay, I understand that, but... Well, everyone, think, everyone else deserves to be protected. And it's too. getting worse in every state. So what we're doing is not working. So yeah. at least have a look at it. And, but they're, at yeah. the end of the day, like the, their children, their parents, the people around them should be the ones who are responsible should for it. Should we lock them up? Well, well, I don't know what the solution is, but... Like cats, you're not allowed them out after 10 p.m. <laughs> well, it, maybe. I don't know. But God, that is, yeah. Well, I'd be looking they at should, well, what's going on at home. Should be they honest. be allowed out after a certain time? Are there curfews on kids? All right. So again, though, so what would the rule be? If a, if a, if a squad car's driving around, go, okay, there are if kids they see out. anyone out there, pick them up. You should right. have to have a parent with you. So pick them up, then go to court, and then they'll get bailed out again. And well, then well, next night they'll be roaming the street. That's yeah, what I'm saying. We're not look at all of that. We're not doing anything about it, are we? No. So mm. yeah. tell anyway, us about Taylor Swift. Well, this is a this is the biggest dilemma in the world at the moment. Bigger than the 498. I think it is. I think it is because bigger um, than Mark Hayden getting out. We know the finalists of the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs will play in the Super Bowl, which is her boy, Trav. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, on Feb 10, she's got a major concert in Japan. The Super Bowl's on Feb 11. This has got private jet written all over it, hasn't it? All the all through the night, she'll apparently by the time she gets off stage and everything's done and dusted, it'll be 1 a.m. Yeah, I think straight to the airport, private jet, get her yeah. back into the states. Well, she has to be there, otherwise he can't perform. Well, I know. I'm saying the, the show must go on. I wonder if they'll delay would the he, start. Would he fly to Japan? No, no, no. For no, her, no. do you think? Oh, if he wasn't playing to see her live, you know. If, he if wasn't she was playing. in a once in a yeah. career, yeah, he would. Oh, yeah, for sure, definitely. he would. Would he? Because they're in love. Oh, are she's they? She's worth billions of dollars, yeah. and he wants. Yeah. Half of it one day when he when slice of the up. pie. <laughs> Triple M breakfast with Blue Dits and Lies. What a goal! Overnight sports. Uh, West Indies great Brian Lara was on the rush hour last night. He joined the boys because he was very excited after the West Indies won the second test. Obviously, it's a joyous moment now. It's record breaking. It's it's everything that uh, we need um, to sort of really and truly come together as, as a nation, as a Caribbean nation, and solve our problems. I saw the, the news last night that showed where Shamal Joseph was from. <laughs> he's yeah. super remote where they found him, where he's living on the, like a creek on the yep. riverbank. Amazing, I know. Now, yesterday we dropped the rumour about Shamar Joseph, and it went everywhere. It's gone viral. And, in fact, last night Channel 7 asked Carl Hooper. Now, he's an assistant coach at the Adelaide Strikers, as well as being a former West Indies great. But we talked about the fact that Shamar Joseph wants to come here and play. Would you like to get Shamar and the Strikers? Well, that's a long way away. I suppose not only the strikers, but you know, he's hot property now, so most franchises will be looking at him. No, no, nobody didn't reach out to me as yet, but uh, hopefully, uh, you know, let's work for hope for the best. Well, mm. our rumour yesterday actually came from an impeccable source. Someone that definitely knows. That's all I'll say. So well, that hopefully they can get the job done and fight off everyone else chasing him. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, now, Darren Cale, we know, helped Yannick Sinner win uh, his first Grand Slam tournament, the Australian Open, but Darren admits that uh, there were some nervous moments. Uh, we were a little bit worried, clearly. The way that Medvedev started, we knew he was going to start aggressively. He's been to hell and back with the amount of time that he spent on court throughout the Australian Open, so we knew physically he was going to be a bit tired. Darren Cale has to be the world's best coach. So there's no doubt about that. Mm. He uh, is going to join the Rush Hour boys tonight, so they're getting all the big guests. He'll Good be on at about four ten tonight. Beautiful. Hey, now other tennis news. I was only asked this the other day. What's happened to Bernard Tomic? 
Where is he? Yeah. So on the same day as Yannick Sinner was winning the Australian Open, Bernard Tomic, who's now 31 years of age, was belting it out on the tennis courts of Chennai in India in a challenger tournament. Now, a challenger tournament is for those youngsters coming up trying to win one of those events so they can then play on the real tour and play. Uh, he won it, though, and he won $3,600. Now, his ranking has gone from 825 to 290. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and Is this like when you when at the kids' party you race them even though they're children and yeah. you win the trophy? So, very good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> you're like Tex Walker. You're meant to let them win. That's right. You're like Tex Walker <laughs> playing for the Crows and the next year he's playing for South Broken Hill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. dominating. That, yeah. that yeah. tournament did had a total prize pool of $25,000. The yeah. Australian Open had 865 Million dollars. Mm. If he'd got knocked out in the first round of the Australian Open, yep. have a guess how much you would have got, Loz. If he got knocked out in the first game, don't know. 120,000. Just do the numbers here. I reckon the airfare cost about four grand. His accommodation for the week was probably, I don't know, 500 a night. Just to pummel some teenagers into the dirt. <laughs> well, well, that's right. <laughs> the anyway, hey, uh, a bit Take of footy that. news, Rue. The Crows training yesterday. Uh, Wayne Millerer, who had a great year last year, a very important player. What's happened to well, him? Oh, he's got a sore hamstring again, so they're going to go and check out what's causing it, unfortunately. That's not good for Wayne. I spoke to him just before Christmas, and he was going, re- or actually just in January, and he was going really well. Mm. So hopefully get that right. He played all the games last year and played really good football. So uh, uh, not so good news for him. Good news for Dan Curtin. Looks like he's got his knee back on track. Nick Murray's flying around the track. They'll be trying to hold him back. Tremors and Rory Tremors, Sloan trained in the back lines <laughs> back a little bit. Knocked <laughs> yeah. off again twice Jeez. this year. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Choking the floor. All right, that's our look at sport.